If you're looking for a clean, sober, professional, academic, well-researched, historically accurate, generally accurate, serious podcast on Southern folklore, ghosts, bizarre events, and unique people, this podcast is not for you. However, if you've decided you can live with that, then join us for The Strange South. One thing that I remember, we don't use last names to protect the guilty. <laughs> yeah, the guilty. Hi, Marleya. Hi, Patrice. Hi, Courtney. Hey, Courtney. Hi, I'm leaning in to <laughs> Way over here beside my Hi, friend. Hi, we're, we're, We are welcoming our friend Adam into the studio. We haven't done a listener, listener lore in a hot minute, so. Um, hot, hot minute. And he's been teasing us. For days, yeah. telling us that he's got edging you this whole time. This amazing story. <laughs> <laughs> One of the girls today, <laughs> <laughs> which he wanted to tell, and we were like, "No, stop." We need to respond. We need to have that like initial mm-hmm. response because I'm a very bad actor. <laughs> Everybody knows this. <laughs> Everybody. Patrice is like, <gasps> "Yes, <laughs> that's right." <gasps> you don't say. <laughs> tell me more. All right, so. Um, that's it. That's what we got. That's what we got. All so, right. So here Adam, we go. Let's talk. Let's talk. Yes. Tell us, set, set a, set a place for us. All well, right. hold on. Let me, let's yeah. introduce Adam a little bit more to the audience. Where okay. are you from? Who's your people? Yeah. So I'm like, kind of, I'm like, kind of the South. Like I was, <laughs> I, I was born and raised in Cincinnati. So I'm technically a Northerner. We're like the first stop North, but I come by the South. Honestly, my mom is a Southerner. Yeah. <laughs> Kentucky. Whenever we hang out with our Southern family. Family, we all get the draw a little bit. <laughs> a little bit of that draw. Uh, Courtney? Is in the, I hear it every yeah. time. You hear it? She yeah. makes me do it. Yeah. She oh. forces me to do it. I don't know. I know. <laughs> but we like it. We like it. So yeah, I'm from Cincinnati. I met Courtney through our professional world. Mm-hmm. So not the bartending world. Not the bartending the... world. Through our behavior analysis, standard acceleration society world mm-hmm. and we became fast fans jumping in the gulf of mexico together <laughs> without clothing <gasps> what courtney let me let me set let me set the record straight here <laughs> adam had him no clothing <laughs> i had on panties and bras perfectly acceptable bikini wear like it was fun well i did have clothes on until i drank a half bottle of jack uh, i didn't have any clothes on <laughs> Okay, I did provide the jack. That's right. Yeah, that's <laughs> not surprising. <laughs> we bonded over that. We bonded, and we never, we never left each other sad. <laughs> Been ten years. Jeez. Yeah, there was three of us: me, yeah. someone, another, another, another guy, and <laughs> Courtney. Another <laughs> person. Making the golf in Mexico at <laughs> night. I was wrestling. We were wrestling. Wrestling. <laughs> Courtney's like, I didn't do that. Okay. Two, two out of three people were naked. <laughs> <laughs> Me, a straight guy. And um, Courtney. <laughs> Almost drowned in the Gulf of Mexico. Oh, oh no. Good times. Yeah, good times. <laughs> How else are you going to make friends? It was December, too. Yeah. Oh, was Florida, it, at least. It was was it Mexico. cold, though? The water was cold. Oh, okay. Yeah. Shrinkage? Like, oh. <laughs> that is what happens. <laughs> just yep. asking. Just curious. Yep. <laughs> just like, just trying a mental picture. 
<laughs> None of this has much to do with anything with the story. We're just talking about I know. naked wrestling. Yeah, well, you know, that's how you met Courtney. That's right. That's right. Naked that's what, wrestling. Naked wrestling. Yeah, now we know. That's that's the that's the pertinent part. We met first professionally. This is how we became friends. <laughs> Clarify. Yeah, we hear you. We like to joke that one day we'll be eighty and the senior people at these conferences and be like, well. We'll be, We'll tell you how to conference. Back in our day. That's right. This is what we did. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So you, right. this story. Yes. You don't believe in the woo-woo, but you had the string. That's right. So okay, I am I'm an atheist. Science is sort of my guiding principles in life. Um so I typically anything that has to do with like ghosts and crystals and aliens and the supernatural, I'm like bullshit i call bullshit mm. i i always love to find alternative explanations for these and i love it i love the supernatural mm -hmm. i love debunking that stuff <laughs> i think it's really fun i'm a skeptic i'm a part of the skeptical community um we have a podcast called the behaviorist guide to the universe which is an offshoot of the skeptics guide to the universe um which is all about sort of a scientific or rational logical account for things mm -hmm. I'm the first person that would love to see a UFO come down and hang out and see aliens. I would love that. I just don't think I've seen any real evidence of that, mm -hmm. except oh. I had this one thing happen. There's one thing. And, one. And, and I still think I still think I have an alternative explanation that accounts for it. But I still get just a little bit of doubt in the back of my head that just. Keeps me interested. Okay. All right. So should I dive into this? Yes. All right. We are okay. ready. So <laughs> let's set the stage. <laughs> Cute little Adam. 21, 22. Yes. Perfect. I'm not 21 and 22 anymore. <laughs> so I was an undergrad and every, I was an undergrad at Ohio State and I would come from Columbus to Cincinnati every summer. This was, this is a normal occurrence. Yeah. Summer, spend time at, with my parents. This one, I, had, I had recently come out of the closet as a young gay man in Ohio, and I, I, I came home. I was like flirting with some boy. Grinder wasn't a thing mm -hmm. back in these days, but mm -hmm. we had other ways of like online finding each other. Mm -hmm. And so I was taught I had somehow met this guy um, online and we were talking. He lived in Cincinnati and was doing the exact same thing as me. He was home for summer break and we were talking and flirting and whatever. And I was, you know, in the gay world, we sometimes want to hang out without our clothes on <laughs> and the golf uh, yes not that dissimilar to my time with courtney in the golf <laughs> except in many ways very dissimilar <laughs> so we so we were talking it's like probably 11 12 one o'clock waiting for my family to all fall asleep and so i say okay everyone's asleep why don't you drive over to my house mm -hmm. my family's house where i grew up Come over, we'll see what happens, hang out. So he does. Mm -hmm. So I am, he decides to come over, everyone's asleep. So we have this room, our living room, we have this room where um, I can see, we live down a, a private driveway and I can see down the private driveway and sort of up the road. And so I go to that room where I can see out that window and I'm looking for the lights of the car to come down and he's going to text me when he's there so that I can go intercept him. Mm -hmm. So he doesn't have to ring a doorbell or something, right? I told him, yeah. do not knock on the door <laughs> and wake my family up. So uh, I see the car come down. He says he's here. I said, okay, what you're going to do is walk down the private driveway. My house is the last one on the left. I'll see you. I'll open the door. Okay. So he does that. He gets there. 
I walk down the stairs. I look, make sure everything's quiet. I'm tiptoeing. I don't see anyone. Open the door. He comes in. We go upstairs. Dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I, was like, he, I think he like stays the night until like the morning and then slips out again at like 430 in the morning before anyone shows up. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's the context. Okay. okay. So now that I was like, what year was that? I was, I was probably 20. Yeah, it's probably 20 when this happened. A couple years later. Um, now I am back on campus. I'm a, I'm a student at Ohio State. Um, I go to bed one night, fall asleep, have a dream. My dream is the ex- exact same thing that happened that night. And when I say exact, I mean down to the detail. I, I'm talking to the guy. I go out to the, to the living room. I look out the window. He texts me that he's there. I quietly sneak down and, and I go to let him in. I mean, I have never in my life since then or before then had a dream in which I'm just replaying minutia of a day like that. Mm-hmm. Nothing interesting, nothing different, nothing weird. Just bump, ba dump, ba dump, ba dump. Same thing occurring. So that was weird. Mm-hmm. So this time in my dream, as I go to open the door, I open it and I notice I'm very clearly I'm the the trees we we live on like an acre and a half of woods these trees the leaves were like swaying in the wind just normal and so I I notice like the the trees blowing but this time in my dream I have this like realization that the trees are blowing a little more like what's up I look up and and there is a there is a what you would look like a classic spaceship mm-hmm. sitting just floating not moving silent as can be lights under it rotating slowly like a reddish glowish something and i look down and there are three or four beings in like a dark i would say like a cloak they're like hooded like you know what like jawa look like in star wars like that almost Mm -hmm. but taller not much taller but they all i i don't know if they were cloaked all i know is i couldn't see like a silhouette of a of a person except these like lights in their eyes and they're walking to me calmly slowly not menacing walking two or three of them and i and and then as i'm looking at them i am frozen not frozen in fear i can't move i'm i'm uh, trying like to shut the door sleep paralysis so so this is what i i i account this to sleep paralysis in mm-hmm. my dream except the dream continues i so not only am i frozen i can't move i'm trying to scream and they're walking towards me they're walking towards and i'm not one of the differences in at Compared to sleep paralysis, sleep paralysis is my sort of medical scientific account for this. Mm-hmm. And I, that's where if you ask me to put my money on something, I'm going to say sleep paralysis. Um, but I, unlike a lot of people who recount sleep paralysis, I'm not seeing it in my room. You're I'm not, not like, like trying exactly. to wake. Yeah, I was going to say in sleep paralysis, people are where they right. are and they think something's physically on them in the sleep. Correct. Place, or know, they that, see yeah. it being over them. Now, two things I have. I've had like some sleep paralysis things in the past where um, like I try to move and within five seconds, I'm like, and I'm up. Mm-hmm. this time in my, and when it was happening, I wasn't like, oh, I'm sleeping. I can't wake up. Yeah. That wasn't the experience. Um, I was trying to move. I was trying to scream and I could, I was trying to shut the door. They were coming closer and closer and closer, just walking very calmly. And I'm trying to shut the door and I'm like, I'm trying to yell and I'm able to, but super slowly, almost like. There's a force that I I'm fighting against and I'm, I'm the door shutting, but it is just centimeter by centimeter by centimeter. Mm. And they're coming and they're coming and they're coming. And then finally he gets to me and he reaches, he reaches and I wake up. Oh. And, and when I woke up, it was, I was freezing cold, like a cold that I have never, like a terrified cold, like a, 
Um, like when you go into shock, maybe, and you get that cold. Yeah, like my extremity. Yeah, mm-hmm. like very um, ill, unwell. Mm-hmm. It, like and not just oh, I'm chilly. I need a blanket. Like um, like completely raw vulnerable violated cold the only time i ever felt anything like that i was hypnotized once and i felt like the same when i woke up i was like i felt violated Mm. like oh my i did things i don't know if i would have done if i was in my right mind you Mm know um we need to hear that story (laughs) that that story gets gay too (laughs) um but uh and i was on stage for it It it's great (laughs) talked about my erections on stage it was oh my god wonderful um, but yeah, it was just what was really sort of wild to me in the dream was the not that I saw aliens or that I saw these beings, but that it was interspersed into a night I had had two years ago, yeah. which was not particularly a special night. I had hooked up in that house plenty of times <laughs> since then and before then. I mean, I'm a slut. Like, <laughs> this is one of many, many, many times I've done something like this. It wasn't special. Why would I have rethought about this two years, years later? It was nothing in- incredible at all. And you're not even like staying at their house when you're having this dream. You're back on I'm campus. back in Ohio. Like, yeah. Back in Columbus. Nothing to trigger that. Nothing yeah. to trigger it. Out of the blue. It wasn't like a couple weeks ago it happened or a summer ago. It wasn't some re- like repressed memory 10 years ago. It was simply... A, a normal encounter that I would have had. Mm-hmm. And I, my dream, so that was weird. And then I recounted, I've never to this day experienced a just perfect recount, vivid as can be, of a dream. It wasn't like hazy memories. It was like it was happening hmm. again. It's like when people talk about repressed memories, mm-hmm. that they're like, it's, it's tangible like that. That's what it felt like. And Except this time it was like, I, I don't really believe this is where the woo f- comes in yeah. a little bit for me. Mm-hmm. It's like this time it's, it feels like I remembered something that I for- forgotten. Like this part happened in the dream. Why did it like, why right then, right there? Why, when I opened the door, like, what was that? I don't know. Mm. So that's my story. I tend, I have tended to lean towards the sleep paralysis um, I don't, but I don't think I've ever read or heard or talked to anybody that had sleep paralysis, including myself, where it wasn't immediately in the bedroom. Yeah. Like it was in the place that you were sleeping like where the, it happened outside of, yeah. like in like the, the actual paralysis is in the dream, dream itself. Yeah. yeah. I'd be curious to like see what that's about. Yeah. yeah. Well, what was also interesting when I was like looking at the spaceship or whatever, it was like, what was creepy too is that it was so silent like i couldn't tell if the trees rustling the leaves were wind or the thing in my dream um i remember them the, these lights were just slowly moving like red red and white kind of like changing just very slowly nothing was menacing mm-hmm. it was all very calm except it was wild right like i was mm-hmm. like no one seemed to like try to be trying to get me right. they were approaching me if anything it felt clinical if mm-hmm. anything it felt clerical it was like yeah. Did you say clerical? Yeah, I don't know why I said that. I don't know. I kind of like that. Yeah, me too. Um, okay, so was there anything happening in your life? Like I was going to say. Stress or, or any anxiety? What have you been watching? At, or, at that time? Did you have like Mexican food the night yeah. before? Thai food? Well, this was some time ago now, but no, at that time, I was living in an apartment with another friend of mine. It was, I'm pretty sure this dream happens um at some during the summer like it was oh, a, okay. it was a pretty relaxing time and the reason i remember it being summer ish is because i remember it feeling weird that i was so cold and it was right. summer out right um also by the i want to say when i woke up i was 
terrified. Like I, yeah. I like was high. I'm like a full ass adult hiding under covers because mm. I'm like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? I still do. Can that. I cuss on this podcast? No. <laughs> what the hell? What the I'm hell? Sorry. What the hell? What the hell? Oh no, no, you can say that. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, we talk about sex, but no cussing. Okay? Yes, right. right. <laughs> so we draw the line. <laughs> so yeah, no, I don't think there was how weird, and nothing was particularly strange um, in my life at that time. Like it wasn't like I wasn't stressed. I was just doing. So do you think that maybe something like when that first encounter happened with the hookup that maybe this is a repressed memory of that time? So if I was going to lean into the alien story part, that's what I think happened is that lose time. I'm remembering. I'm remembering. I'm remembering like something happened where I'm remembering a part of that night. Right. That wasn't accessible to me in my everyday life. Right. Um. That the reason why I, I lean on that, if I was going to lean towards this side of the story, right, is simply because the dream was a perfect recounting of that night. Mm-hmm. And that dream felt like a memory. It felt like I was remembering, recalling the night, hmm. except this part was added. So, was this like any kind of spectacular hookup situation here? Could this have been an alien encounter at all with a person? That so, are you heard? saying that I have sex with the alien? <laughs> yes. Was there alien role play involved in mm. the sex? God, that would have made this sex a lot better. <laughs> A lot more interesting than some 20-year-olds figuring shit out. No, I don't think. Because that guy, like, was in my life later. Like, we became friends. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. So um, what would be really interesting, though? I was going to ask if you knew him. Yeah. yeah, I know him. What would be interesting is, uh, what if I asked him? He's like, I had the same <gasps> fucking dream. Have you ever? You never have. I have never. I can't talk about this shit. Well, I don't come up and be like, did. let me tell you what. Remember that time we hooked up when we were 20? <laughs> I think aliens were involved. Like, so here's all you have to do now is just send him an email with the link to the show. That's right. <laughs> what do you think about this? Yes. I have told however many people listen to this. I have told them all about our encounter. <laughs> all the millions of people. <laughs> that you were just average. You were just average. I'm sure I was very average too. That was very average in my escapade. We were, we were hooking up on my where the bed in which I grew up in a twin bed That's always with awkward. all my family around. I mean, oh we didn't go to the basement. Like people are all around, like very here. So we couldn't be loud or very exciting. And... It's like the SNL skit. Have y'all seen the one from a few years ago? Let's do it in my twin bed. Oh, no. yes. It's like a Christmas special it when is. Jimmy Fallon came back to host and uh, there's like a whole sub, a video. Let's yes. do it in my twin bed. In the bed like, and it's like, with my trophies. <laughs> <laughs> and my old, the old cat watching. <laughs> Everybody's trying to be quiet. <laughs> Pictures of me and my braces. <laughs> That's like nearly exactly what happened. It's like exactly what my soccer trophies. Jimmy Fallon was there. Jimmy Fallon. You kind of think of it. There's this other part of the dream. Jimmy Fallon can't stop laughing at himself. Oh my god, that's so. That is bizarre. Yeah, that's interesting. So I would. I wouldn't think twice of it if it weren't for the exact replication yeah. of the night. And then waking up in that weird state. And I, I have never felt that. And you say though, and you said the other day that you'd heard an account of someone talking about. An experience that they had had where it sounded a lot like what you had experienced. So that night that, so when I, so uh, Patrice and Marley and I were just chatting a couple nights ago um, when I was I'm visiting in town and I was saying, I'm going to, I went home that night to my hotel room and that night um, I turned the TV on and Ancient Aliens was on. I also mostly despise that show. <laughs> um, 
but I left it on because they were talking about sleep paralysis mm-hmm. and the, and alien encounters as well, which is how I've always explained this mm-hmm. phenomenon to myself. The some of the different like as they were telling the story though, I got that same freaking chill down my spine that mm-hmm. that same same cold feeling that i've it's the only time i've ever had that feeling mm-hmm. i really don't know how to describe that feeling mm-hmm. it's, it feels really like um i don't know like i was gonna die like i don't know something mm-hmm. super vulnerable mm-hmm. and so when i heard them recounting their story it felt similar except every recounting was the shadow figure in a room right and yeah. that is not what i yeah so I, like, I, I yeah yeah i've had the shadow figure in the room but it was more of like um, and I've had several sleep paralysis with like people standing at the foot of my bed. But the last sleep paralysis that I had, and it's been it's been like 10, 15 years since I've had it. Uh, but it was so vivid. I remember it so vividly. And I remember the person who I couldn't make out the features at the bed, but the feeling and I've never had this with sleep paralysis before, like the aftermath feeling. I felt like that person was like pure evil. Mm. I felt like I just. I felt the evilness Mm. from it. Like, and I can't explain like what evil feels like, but it was just while I was in it and while I couldn't move and while I was sitting there staring at this person, I felt like this is the devil. Mm. And that was, and that was like really freaking me out. Cause I've, I've always like, you know, I've had several rounds of sleep paralysis, but I've never had it where it was like a feeling of just this low vibration of, evil and it was so saturating that i was like not a doubt in my mind that that is something evil at the foot of my bed Mm. so uh, for me it it was not that yeah it was i was terrified when i woke up the fear i had in the moment was i can't control myself Mm -hmm. i was being it felt like i was being controlled and um if anything i I almost said this i was i was explaining it but i didn't think it would because it's really hard to put into words it was almost a a kind feeling as they were oh. walking toward me. They were super chill. Not menacing. Not, not menacing. Mm-hmm. It almost felt like they were say like um They're like, hey buddy. Hey. Well, hey buddy. It so we've been talking in the last, you know, today and a couple of days ago about like we a lot of us have had in this room right now have had experience in like pigeon and rat labs. And like <laughs> it felt like it they were coming to sort of collect it felt like it was that. It was like I'm not harm I'm not here to harm. I'm not trying to harm. I'm trying to be kind, mm-hmm. but 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 it's time to it's it's like time. Like it's time to put the ball in the hoop. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's time I'll give you skill. It's time to <laughs> it's time to press some levers. <laughs> like um Oh wow. It, okay. It, it was uh it, like when I've reached into like to grab a pigeon or something, I'm not trying to hurt it. I'm not trying to be aggressive. Um, I'm not particularly there to be its friend. I'm not there to be like, hey, let's go cuddle. Like that wasn't the vibe, but it was that. It was clinical. It was like, um, okay, you may want to explain to people why you're yeah. messing with pigeons because that kind of threw me off Wait. for a second. I'm Wait. like, why are we talking about pigeons? Huh? What are you? What are you picking pigeons up for? Uh, y'all, like, y'all don't, the, y'all don't like, play with pigeons. <laughs> We do. We put them in tea pitchers upside down and weigh them. <laughs> it's, it's a common practice. Like, did I black out during that part of the conversation? Well, I don't know what y'all do in Alabama, but that's what we do in Charlotte. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so um, the I have a background in experimental psychology, in particular something called behavior analysis. And a lot of the experimental and basic research in that world as to, is, involves pigeons and rats for uh, like experimental manipulations. And so oftentimes what you have to do, you keep the pigeons and rats in sort of a somewhat separate area. You grab them, put them into a, 
a chamber and you do some environmental manipulations and see okay. what they do. Like right. ask ask them to match something or push a drink coke button drink or something or alcohol coke, or, coke or, or do some cocaine yeah. or <laughs> try this heroin or press a lever this green versus the one that is I mean press yeah. a button or a lever. Not always with drugs, but sometimes with drugs. <laughs> sometimes with drugs. <laughs> we're, 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 we're just trying to, you know, get to some, you know, some metaphors for like why humans do what they do. Mm. So you, you know, felt like the pigeon. In this I whole... felt like the pigeon. Okay. I felt like uh, the only way to describe it was that it wasn't menacing. It was pretty calm. There was almost this like kind mm. vibe, but not kind like I'm here to help you to the next stage in life like not I've that world peace yes no it was just very much like we're here and it's time mm -hmm. like that's the vibe i don't time for what i don't know i don't the dream is over but like uh it, that's what it felt like i was being like checked on or mm. something and i know that sounds so cliche like no, so no. Well, i mean there's a reason even. things sound cliche is because it sometimes happens a lot a lot of people say them, and a yeah. lot of people like experience it so that's really interesting. Maybe they're all checking in on, on gay people. Maybe they're galians. <laughs> yes. And that would be the title of this listener lore. <laughs> Absolutely. That'd be well, thank you so much for that story. That's yeah. spectacular. Well, we I'm just happy it. to share my sex life with you. I know. <laughs> Talk about how aliens are involved. <laughs> my boyfriend's going to hear this and be like, get out. <laughs> Not interested. Oh my Sorry, God. boyfriend. I'm not going to name your name, but I know it. <laughs> I love uh, it. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Adam, for yeah. talking with us. And thanks, Courtney, for introducing us to Adam. Absolutely. I'm glad to finally be on this podcast. Yes. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for listening. We appreciate you, and we will talk to you later. Bye. Bye, Bye y'all.